0: In a season filled with all things pumpkin spice, I wanted to share a little bit of apple bliss for your glass this week. So on this week's episode, we're going to take a journey together into the world of Calvados. And I'm going to be sharing with you its history, how it's made, how to decode the labels, and of course, some expert tips on how you can enjoy it, both for cocktail and food pairing inspiration. So if you're ready to learn more about Calvados, and in its diverse range of flavor expressions that await you in the glass let's get started and dive right into today's episode hi everyone and welcome to the wine shop talk i'm your host Somalia Aaron Roser, and i'm so happy that you're here with me today if we haven't met before it's lovely to have you here and if we have Welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional sommelier for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine and other grown-up beverages not only fun and easy, but also practical. I want to make sure that you leave every episode with some real-life usable tips that you're able to use right away to find wines, beers, and spirits that you are going to love and share with family and friends. I want you to think of me as your very own practical sommelier. Now our journey is gonna begin for this week's episode by first getting our bearings of where in the world are we even to discuss Calvados, which is a renowned French apple brandy in the beautiful, picturesque region of Normandy, France. And maybe the first thing that I should cover is why aren't grapes growing up in Normandy? And this is because the weather and the climate coming off the coast is very cold, damp and humid, and it is just not a good place for grapes to thrive. Yes, you can plant them and in sheltered locations they will grow, but they are not going to grow abundantly like the area of Bordeaux or in the south of France. So how did apple trees then get into Normandy? It was the Romans in the first century AD who first brought apple trees to the area. The region's climate and soil made it ideal environment for apple trees to thrive. And soon, even in Roman times, Normandy became known for its diverse apple varieties, which laid the foundation for the Calvados that we now know of today. Then, as the timeline progresses, the art of distillation reached Normandy during the Middle Ages, likely through the influence of monks and alchemists. Now, initially, it was used to create medicinal spirits. However, it didn't take long for locals to recognize the potential for distilling apple cider for a more potent and fruitful personal enjoyment beverage. And so it became a local beverage of choice. Now by the 16th century, apple brandy production in Normandy was well-established and the spirit that would later become Calvados as we know it today was beginning to take shape. Now initially it was known by various regional names depending on where it came from, but the term Calvados became more widely used during the 19th century. Now we come to the time in history known as the Napoleonic area. Now Napoleon, while ruling France, imposed attacks on salt, which led to widespread smuggling. And it is said that smugglers often used barrels of Calvados to disguise their activities. So they were hiding the salt in the barrels of Calvados, helping spread the spirit's popularity beyond Normandy. So not only did you get your smuggled salt, but you got it in a vat with Calvados. So we had happy customers because their salt had arrived, and they had an incredible apple brandy or apple spirit to enjoy. It's also important to share where the name Cavados actually came from, and it is believed to have been derived from the name of the ship called Le Cavados, which was part of the French fleet during the Napoleonic Wars. The ship played a key role in the Battle of Trafalgar in 1805. The spirits association with the ship and the region where it was produced led to the name and it is said that it stuck over time, and now we still use it today. Now, when we jump ahead in history, we get to 1942, and this time period is important because this is when Calvados received its AOC classification, basically becoming an official product of France and part of its classification system for agricultural products. It meant that the product now had rules and a guarantee of origin for consumers. So when consumers bought the product, it was guaranteed to come from Normandy in France, made in a certain method, and so it became a guarantee of product origin in from France in 1942. Now, since that time calvados has always had loyal fans of the beloved spirit and much like an armagnac it's considered an artisan spirit but today calvados is seeing a resurgence of popularity as people are traveling and the cocktail culture is expanding and people are looking for that fine product to make a cocktail with. Calvados is coming back up into the forefront, and I think you're going to be seeing it more and more on restaurant and cocktail lists around the globe. Now that you know a bit about the history, let me share a brief overview of how Calvados is made, and then I'm gonna dive into the terms you're going to see on the label, and that will help you understand what you can expect on the glass. All the apples for Calvados are hand-picked. There is no machine harvesting in the apple crop harvest, they're all handpicked and taken in. It's also important to know that we don't have single variety Calvados. It's always going to be a blend of different styles of apples into the mix to create the right balance to bring out the artisan spirit that you're going to enjoy in the glass. Now, what kind of apples, you may ask? We have lots of different apples to choose from in the Calvados region, but we break them down into styles. Calvados producers are going to look for four main styles of apples when they're looking to create their blend. They're going to bring in sweet apples for the sugar content, which adds to an easier fermentation. We get bitter apples to bring in tannins, just like with grapes, and high acids to bring balance. We get a mix of a bitter sweet style of apple and this is a mix between the sweetness and the acidity again to bring in this perfect magical mixture into the base and then we have some sour apples as well to give some tartness a bite and all of them come with beautiful aromatics. So in Calvados, when you to enjoy a sip of it, just think that there's been a collection of a perfect magical blend of apples into the beginning of what you're enjoying in your glass. After the apples are picked, they are then taken back, they are sorted, any damaged apples and imperfections are discarded, and then the apples are pressed. The system is very similar to grapes. Obviously, apples are not as easy to press, as grapes, they don't squish as nicely, so larger presses are used to extract the juice. And then we get into what we refer to as must. So unfermented grape juice or apple juice is referred to as must, M-U-S-T, and this is going to be an unfiltered style of raw apple juice, if you will. Then they're going to allow it to ferment, all the juice is together, and they're going to allow the fermentation to take place, which is going to take all of those sugars, the yeasts are going to eat the sugar, turn them into alcohol, and we're going to have an alcohol a hard cider, and now that we have alcohol, we have something we can distill. Then we're going to do the distillation once we have an alcoholic apple juice. And distillation, the magic of it, if you remember from science class, works because when we heat up the liquid, alcohol and water have different boiling points. So when we boil that apple wine, we're going to separate the water from the spirit on the inside and we can take the spirit away. And this is what we're going to then put in our barrels for aging. We can now refer to the spirit as an eau de vie or a water of life. And oftentimes these are not new oak barrels. They have been previously used to make other spirits like whiskey or even wine and during the aging the product will take on different flavors and coloring seeping through from those barrels and the aging when i talk about labels we're going to talk about how many years the calvados actually needs to be in the barrels and how we denote it on the label now after the required time in the barrel has been completed this is when the eau de vie or the spirit is taken out of the barrels and the calvados maker will bring different vintages and different barrels together to create the house style the master blenders are going to use their expertise to bring the balance of the characteristics of the different barrels of the eau de vie to create a well-rounded calvados and a harmonious and consistent flavor profile that goes with their house style Then the desired Calvados is diluted slightly, filtered, and put into its finished bottle to be shipped all around the globe and find a loving home. Now, as it travels around the world, this is where how to read a label comes into play. And on Calvados labels, there are three distinctions of aging that you will find on a Calvados label. The first one being young Calvados, and you're going to see a V and an S on the label. This means very special, Then this is our youngest style of Calvados. It is aged for a minimum of two years, the house can always age for longer, and this has Two years in barrel. It has a lot of fresh apple aromatics and subtle sort of vanilla notes coming from the barrels. This is a style often you will find used in cocktails. The next term on the label you're going to see is. V-S-O-P, this is a middle-aged calvados. It stands for very superior old pale, or some people you may hear say very special old pale. And this represents a calvados that has been aged for a minimum of four years. Again, the house can always extend that time period. And this is the best of both worlds. You're gonna get lots of that fresh apple aromatic on the nose, but because of the few extra years in the barrel, more vanilla notes and a bit of spice is starting to show through in the glass. You'll also see a bit more caramel in color starting to go through from the color coming through the barrels. And our last style of Calvados is an XO Calvados, also for extra old. And this is the top tier of Calvados aging. This has been aged for a minimum of six years. Now many houses will surpass the six-year minimum requirement, but six is the requirement by the laws in France that the eau de vie must stay in a barrel when you're having an XO In the glass, this is a style that you are going to sip and enjoy. You're going to have it with dessert. You're going to have much deeper, rich flavors, more oak, that vanilla come through, some dried fruit, and more of a velvety texture. This is that quiet sip and savor type of Calvados. Now the VSOP Calvados, you can use that both in cocktails or just served over ice or neat where you're just enjoying and sipping on the Calvados, but the XO is that extra bit of aging and complexity that you really want to give yourself time to have a glass in a snifter, really take in all of those beautiful aromatics and the flavors that are waiting for you in the glass. Now that you know how to read the label, let's talk about what are you going to serve or what are some pairing ideas that you can enjoy with Calvados. So, first, let me say that if you are an Apple fan and maybe you have found brandy or Armagnac just too hot or too strong for you, then I would highly recommend giving Calvados a try. And perhaps you do just need a little ice or a touch of water in the glass. Just literally a dropper, a drop of two or water can really take the heat down, especially on the nose when you're smelling it. So if you are trying some of the after-dinner spirits, such as a, a brandy, whether that's an Armagnac, a Cognac, or Calvados, and you're finding it just too hot on your nose and the palate, it feels burning, then a little bit of water can really make a difference for you and how you enjoy it. So with Calvados, you can definitely serve a creamy based cheese, like a brie or a cannon bear, beautiful soft cheeses with the fruitiness and the richness. Obviously, if you want to pair it with some apple butter or stewed apples, this is really going to tie it all together. Now, blue cheese, if you are a blue cheese fan, again, this is something you might want to serve. I will always recommend that you have a little bit of honey on the side of the blue cheese just to bring a touch of sweetness in. So you'll find that sharp contrast and the sweet honey just brings a little bit of the edge Any pork dishes with calvados is divine in my opinion, whether it's pork roast, and here you can also cook with it as well. It's going to bring some delicious flavors to the dish, but because of that apple, and you're serving cooked apples or anything like that with the pork roast, here you're going to have a wonderful synergy. For desserts, obviously we're heading into apple pie, apple strudels, tart tartan baked apples, anything here that makes sense. You can also do a bit of an apple crepe if you want to, so a bit of calvados flambe if you would like, but with some brown sugar and apples and a beautiful crepe and a little bit of calvados on top can be a very nice Divine way to end an evening. And of course, dark chocolate. I'm a big fan of dark chocolate with both cognac, Armagnac, and whiskey personally. So if you are a chocolate fan, then the bitterness of the dark chocolate is incredible. Almonds and walnuts. If you want to have chocolate with some nuts, definitely put that there. And then duck, if you want to have a little foie gras, if you enjoy that, or pate, a little bit of pate on some bread, and calvados, maybe you just need a late night snack. It's also a lovely way to enjoy the end of the day, and caramel and toffee. If you are a caramel toffee, think of anything that goes with apple. Here you have the delicious brown sugar or caramel notes. So if you are having a caramel dessert, it's going to be delicious. So those are some food pairing ideas for you with calvados. It can be very versatile. Unfortunately, a lot of times it just kind of gets Into just being on its own after dinner, it can definitely be served along with other dishes. And for cocktails, Calvados is a great base for cocktails. Anywhere that you would use a brandy or cognac or an Armagnac, you can definitely use Calvados. For example, in a Calvados hot toddy. So here you're going to use Calvados and honey, squeeze a fresh lemon, heat it all together, but you're going to have that delicious apple flavor and aromatics coming through as well. It is divine, especially as we're in full-on fall. These warm Calvados hot toddy is a wonderful, delicious cocktail to try. Also a classic whiskey sour, where you're taking a bit of Calvados, lemon juice, and some simple syrup, and just serving it over a glass. Really simple and delicious. Can do a sidecar, very classic style of cocktails. Where for a sidecar, you're going to have Calvados, triple sec, some lemon juice, sugar around the rim, and just a twist of lemon served in a lowball glass. If you have a favorite cocktail, Calvados could be a new base to give your favorite cocktail a bit of a fall spin. So I would highly recommend that you give Calvados a try. And the final fun bit of information I want to share with you on Calvados is that if you are traveling to Normandy, to France, or it's on your wish list, I can highly recommend it. It is a beautiful place. There is lots to see up there and drive the coast. Also, Mont-Saint-Michel is there, the Normandy beaches to visit. It's a beautiful, beautiful area to go and visit. St. Malo as a city, incredible, the coast, the waves, all of it. So if you have not been, I would highly Highly recommend putting the area of Normandy on your travel bucket list. And if you are visiting in the fall, then every area, little village, if you will does have what they refer to as la fête de la pomme or the apple festival happens in Normandy through September and into October. So if you're visiting, you can find out when it will be taking place in the area you're going to be. And these are fun fall fairs with lots of apple related activities and insider and calvados tasting, apple picking games, and lots of fun things for you to do. And if you're unable to travel to Normandy this year to celebrate, then on October 20th, you should know that it is World Calvados Day. So if you were looking for a great reason to pour yourself a glass and celebrate with the rest of the world. On that note, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode, learning about Calvados, and that I have inspired you to wanna take a walk over to the Brandy Wall at your favorite wine store and take a look at a few Calvados bottles. Now you know when you see the label what VS, VSOP, and XO means and what you can be expecting in the glass. But if you love apples and you're looking for a quintessential fall drink to enjoy, then Calvados definitely should be on your list. Now be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, you can reach out at hello at winegirlacademy.com or come say hi on Instagram or TikTok at winegirlacademy. You'll find me there. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, the Fall Food and Wine Pairing Guide is now available. The link is in the show notes below and it'll take you right to where you can download your free copy. I wanna wish you a wonderful week Cheers to you. Bye now.